ארן מקשרת מילה חולת צדיקים האמיתים שבדורנו חולת צדיקים האמיתים שוכנע אפר קדוש אמה שבארץ המה ויפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נאמר מכוח חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה נענח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו וכל עסקן אמן בעזרת השם צריכים להיות בסקנד הפ אוף תורה י"ג תורה 13 אך צריך לבקש מאוד ולחזור אחר חכם כזה. A person, however, needs to seek out and to search or to return after this wise person, a wise person like this, like what we described in this lesson, a person who can do this sort of ascension with all the souls, bring them up, renew them in the aspect of the Ibu, bring down the Torah of the Mashiach, bring down Chesed, Dat, all this stuff that we talked about, this, these awesome rectifications. A person has to seek out this person, Rabbeinu says. And to pray to Hashem and to seek and to, to beg Hashem, to request from Hashem that you merit to find a, a, a wise person like this. That he was, who is able to collect souls. In the aspect of one who collects souls is a wise person. You have to search out for a wise person who fulfills this verse. And one who is able to elevate these souls. And bring down with them, with these souls, the Torah. Because because even the wise person himself, it's impossible that he's able to do this with just one intellect, with just, with just one sechel, because there's actually two sechels involved. We're going to see how. The collecting of souls requires one intellect. And the elevation of these souls and bringing down the, the Torah with uh, the strength in which to trust, which is a reference to the Torah, is another second entirely. And these two seches represent the, the shin of the three heads, which is on the tefillin, and the, the shin of the four heads. As you can look at the tefillin shel rosh, you see these two types of shin, one with three heads and one with four heads. These are these two sechliim, these two intellects, which Rabban was explaining now, the sod of tefillin, with regard to this chacham, was able to elevate these souls, to collect the souls, which is the first which is the first shin, the shin of three heads, and then the bringing down, the elevation and the bringing down of these souls, which is the shin of four heads. Because these two shins are these two seches. So now Rabbanu sets all of this up. We are done with all the, almost the haktamot in a sense. Um, and now we're entering the story of Rabbi Barachana. Rabbi Barachana said, one time these seafarers, these people who used to, uh, to, see, uh, to sail on the sea, uh, told me, ben between one wave and the next, there were 300 parsaot, this big distance between them. Imagine like 300, almost even more than miles, uh, between one wave and the next. These seafarers are telling Rabbi Bachana what they saw at the sea. And the height of each wave was 300 parsaot high. One time we were going on the, sh- on the way and this wave lifted us up until we saw this resting place of a small star. And it was equivalent to an area needed to plant 40 measures of mustard seed. The size of this star was equivalent to the area that was needed to plant 40, 40 measures of mustard seed. And if we were lifted up a little bit more, we would have been consumed by the vapor of this star. 
And one wave called out to its friend, its neighbor, its neighboring wave, and told to him, my friend, perhaps you left over something in the world which you have not um which you have not flooded. Maybe you left something which you haven't flooded over yet. I will come and I'll destroy it. So Amrala, the friend, responded back. Go and see the strength of your master. That even a hair's breadth of the sand, the, the, this, this wave cannot cross. Do you not fear me, says Hashem? Etc. So even Hashem makes certain that this wave cannot pass even a hair's breadth of the sand. Okay. Let's look at the Chashban. Ben Gala la Gala, when it says from one way to the next, Mishum di Kamrin be Samu ve Rama Gala Kala la Chaverta, it's Tagli Hermin de Shulosh me outparse Shema Kolo shel Chavero. Because we'll be soon told this idea that one wave calls out to its next, its, its friend, it needs to tell us now that this, um, that from 300 parsaot away, the wave heard its friend, meaning. To show you how far away this distance was, and yet still the wave could hear the voice of its friend, 300 parts out away. Delet gala, delen an gala. What did that mean? Yoter mishiur gavho shlichanu lemala darakia. Higher than the height of its own, uh, of it, higher than its own height, it threw us, us to, it threw us up to the heavens. These seafarers are telling Rabbi Barachana that this wave threw us higher than its actual height. I nami havla darakia nafish al mahalach. Not only that as well, so great that it extended nearly 500 years as the, we know that this is the difference between the Rakia and the, the earth. That the difference between the earth and the Rakia, the firmament, it's 500 years of basically walking. And this is how far it nearly threw us up. What is Marbata? That, that the star was lying down in a lying position. A small star, the smallest of all the stars. The smallest of all the small stars. A seeded area of 40 measures of mustard seed. That it's more abundant. Mustard, is, mustard seed is the more, most abundant of all the plant, of all the seed. That if we were lifted up, we would be basically burned and consumed by the vapor. What did that mean? would be burned from the heat of that star. And the wave lifted, our, what is this idea? The wave called out. It gave forth its voice. It means that it screamed in a sense. Depth calls out to depth. And maybe it's referring to the angels that are calling out to each other. The angel of this wave called out to the angel of the next wave. Maybe. When, when the wave tells its friend, its other wave, maybe you left a trait out in the world. What did that mean? Perhaps you left something over, my bad. What did that mean? That the other wave thought that the wave that was behind this wave that was next to the, the shore thought that because it was raised so high, once it raised these seafarers up to the heavens, the other wave thought that perhaps... Um, the, the wave passed over the seashore and flooded over the entire world. It couldn't see past because the wave, that this wave went so high. 
and that it was destroyed, that the world would be destroyed because of the sins of the generation. So this wave thought that this other wave destroyed the world because of the sins of the generation. But the wave responded, So it called out to its, um, its friend, basically, Come see the strength of your master. What did that mean? I have no permission to leave, meaning I can't go past the shore. The hair's breadth of the, 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 the sand. The, the hair's breadth of the sand I'm not able to go past the shore as it says in the in the um, um, as it says in the Torah or in Yirmiyah to be exact do you not fear me says Hashem this is the, the Gemara saying this not Rabbi Rabbi so okay Let's hop into the story and see how Rabbenu ties this together. Nechute yama, seafarers. These are the people who draw down the, the sea, which is what? Oraita. The Torah down to the world. Seafarers are the people who bring down the Torah into the world. Between each wave to the next was 300 parsaot. This is what we're talking about. 300 represents the gematria of Shin, which is the letter Shin, which we talked about, the Shin of the tefillin, the two types of sheen, the sechel. So this is the sheen that we talked about. And the height of the wave was 300. This is referencing the second sheen, the sheen, the sechel, that references the tzaddik's ability, the chacham's ability to raise the souls and to bring down this Torah of the Mashiach. This references, references the two types of sechel. This represents the sechel of collecting the souls and the sechel of ascending the souls to bring down the Torah. That these two types of intellect, of this tzaddik, of this wise, true person, represents these two types of shin. And the waves, what do the waves represent? These souls. Lift up your voice, the daughter of the waves, bat galim. Or the daughter of Galim, Shibat Abahan, which represents what? The daughter of the Avot, the daughter of the forefathers. So Galin, what's the idea of Galin? We see the word Galim, which represents re- represents the daughter of the forefathers, but the Galim here is a reference to the waves. So we see here that these are a reference to the souls. The son of the daughter of the forefathers are, are the souls that come from the Avot. Says look in the Zohar also. Ben Gala la Gala between one way to the next. Elu Chachamim. What is this? These are the Chachamim. Shehem Ben Gala la Gala, which 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 basically are between one way to the next. Hainu Mechabrim Kol Nefashot. Because what did he say? Are the waves? The waves are the souls. But who stands between the waves? The Chacham. Hainu Mechabrim Kol Nefashot. Because they join together all these souls. Bifchinat Delokech Nefashot Chacham. As we said, that the one who takes souls is the wise person. Meaning the Chacham we talked about earlier also stands between all these souls, and he stands between them because we talked about earlier. Yekarahim Ipninim. It's more precious than the one who stands. In the Kodesh Akdoshim, more precious than the Kohen Gadol, but the idea that it's so precious that all the other souls are like a garment to this Chacham, this Chacham soul. So the Chacham soul stands between all these garments, which between all these other souls, which are reference to these waves. So the Chacham is between both waves. This represents one Shin. One sechel. The Rumiyan degalat elat mei aparsa and the height of the wave was three hundred parsaot. Hanu laalot and nevashot deprinat shin acheret. This references the ascending of all the souls. This is the other shin, the second shin, shin, the second sechel. Zim nachad alzin be'ochva. 
When it says in the story that one time we were traveling on the way, what is the seafarers telling Rabbi Bachana? And Rabbeinu is exp- expounding on this. He's explaining this with the depth behind this. What they're really saying is that one time we were going to awaken Zivug, the unification. And what is the unification? It's called Orach, the way. Why is the way called unification? Or Orcha is called unification. It says, It's in Teilim. My going on the way, and my lying down. So we see here that this lying down and the going on the way is a reference of Zivug. So Orach, which is the pathway, is actually a reference to Zivug. From, and we see this from this Pasuk. My going on the way and my lying down. Preparing for the Zivug. So the seafarers are telling Rabbi Bachana, we went to go bring about and arouse the Zivug, the unification. Or this unit, this unity between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Shechina, etc., etc. Udlin and Gala, and what is the idea? This wave lifted us up. What did that mean? Hanu shedlinan anafashot amala that it lifted up these souls above. Bifnat igo kiborim ala chacham that the wise man ascends a city of strong. Meaning that when the chacham lifts up these souls, this is what it's saying in the story. Lift the wave lifted us up. What's the wave? The souls that the souls were lifted up by this chacham. Continuing, until we saw this this small star, the smallest of all the stars, lying down. What is this a reference to? That we caused the upper unification, the upper, you, um, the upper relation. And what is that? How do we know this? So let's see how. Marbata, when it says Marbata lying down, this is a reference to Zivug. Because what did we say earlier? Orach is a reference to this inyan of Zivug also. And Riv'i, you see, Orachi ve'Riv'i, that they entered a pathway, Marbata, and Marbata comes to the word, Resh Bet Ayin, which is this idea of Riv'i, this idea of lying down, which is this inyan of Zivug. Shechinta nikret bish'at Zivug kochach avazuta, and we know that the Shechina, at the time of the unification, when it unifies with the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is called what? A small star. Kamova Bazoach, the Zoach, and Zoach, and Balak, it avidat nekudat ze'era, the Shekhinah becomes a small point out of love and, doing, and in doing so is able to unite with her husband look in the Zohar Balak that whenever the, the, the Shekhinah lowers itself into a small point a small star which is this idea of this story the small star in order that it's able to unify with HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of love as it brought in the Zohar what's this idea what it said in the story that um, it was the area of like uh, a size of, a, of an area needed to measure 40, um, what's this idea? That the star was the size of the area needed to plant 40 measures of mustard seed. There's this awesome Zohar. Zohar and Pinchas, which is a secret that, which is mamash something very special that I think even the Ari Kadosh, you should know, tried revealing this to um, Rabbi Chaim Vital, and I believe that when he revealed this, this Zohar, this idea, this secret of the snake, um, which Rabbi is going to explain now the soul behind it, that he passed away. Um, he passed away, or his son Moshe, um, passed away whenever he revealed this story to Rabbi B'chaim Vital who wouldn't take no for an answer. Rabbi B'chaim Vital pressed the Ari HaKadosh for the, for the secret of this Zohar, of the secret of this basically this thing which 
which we're going to explain right now, but it's very deep. And because of that, the Ari Akadosh, I forgot him or his son passed away. The Ari revealed two secrets. I forgot which which one he passed away. But either him or his son passed away for revealing one of these secrets. And this is, I think, the Zohar where he revealed the secret of. And Rabenu is now explaining it very, very awesomely in this lesson. He's going to explain the secret behind this in the most awesome way. And Rabenu writes in Sichot Aran, we know that the Ari Akadosh passed away for two secrets. He writes this in Sichot Aran. For two secrets, the Ari Akadosh passed away for awesome secrets. But what he told the students, but you, what you guys have no idea is that my entire book is filled with secrets of the caliber of the Ari Akadosh and more. And um, I'm giving my soul away for these for these secrets of the Torah. Can't even imagine the secrets that Rabbeinu is revealing in every single lesson of, of a Sefer, of, of the Sefer Halikut Moran, this awesome book. And also Sipor Masod, etc., etc. But we see here that Rabbeinu is going to start revealing these awesome things, so pay attention. Hi, Chaya. That creature... When when it becomes pregnant, it's referencing a certain type of creature that when it becomes pregnant, it says in the Torah, it closes up and it's not able to give birth. Until literally the Nachash comes and it bites its pudendum basically. The Arba, the, the private parts. And immediately when the snake bites this animal's part, this animal's is able to open up and blood emerges. And what happens after? The snake drinks the blood of this animal. So oh, that's the end of the Zohar. Now Rabbi is going to explain how that Zohar is referencing what we're talking about with the ascending of souls, etc. etc. This is the aspect of mustard seed. How the story is referencing mustard seed. Why? Because the drop of blood, the size of a mustard seed, as it says, tipat dam kechardal. This is a halachic, um, a halachic idea. Um, the drop of a blood, the size of a, a mustard seed, the nafak mina that exits from this animal, mechamatat neshicha bevet azera, because of the bite that this snake bites in its womb, basically. Bizra, what is this idea? Bizra, perashashi bet zera. What does Rashi say about Bizra seed? Bezera, the house which contains seed. This is the womb. So we see here that this inyan of mustard seed is actually referencing this Zohar. And afterwards it gives birth. But what's this birth? It's referencing this birth of the Torah. And this Torah goes on a pathway which is a, a way of 40 days. This is the idea that other creatures, which total 40, because we know um, one creature on each side of the Kiseh that we talked about earlier, the Arba Chayot, um, and each of these creatures equivalent to 10. Equivalent to 10. 10 on each side. Kamu Vasham is brought in the page above that we talked about this idea earlier um, of the Arba Chayot, the four aspects of the Chayot, the four Chayot, and each is equivalent to 10. And there's four uh, animals on each side of the chair. Four sides times 10 equals 40. So we see here, these are the 40 measures of mustard seed that we're talking about. We're referencing these four chayot, these 40, these 40 inyanim of the chayot, these 40 animals, these 40 creatures. This is the measure of 40. Of 40. What we talked about earlier, the 40 measures of mustard seed. These are the 40 days of the Torah. So we see here the 40... Measure the mustard seed is actually referencing the Torah, Kedoshah, which the tzaddik is able to bring down after he brings these souls 
um, up in this unification. And if we were to ascend up higher, we would have been basically vanished from the vapor. In Kohelet, there's this vapor, this vanity that transpires upon the earth, that spreads upon the earth, or that is made upon the earth. This vapor that allows that, that there are tzaddikim, that what happened, who received the, basically the deeds of the Rishaim, like the deeds of the Rishaim. According to the deed of the Rishayim. Meaning there's this vapor that spreads upon the earth. And because of this vapor now, the tzaddikim are basically punished according to literally the deeds as if it was as if they were a rasha. God forbid. That the punishment of the Rishayim, literally the tzaddikim receive. So let's see this idea. We're going to see what this really means. The, 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 um, the implications of this... Uh, this phrase in Kohelet, this Pasuk in Kohelet. Because this vapor caused many people to cast off the Torah and the religion. Because what's this verse referencing? That what happens to Tzadikim is evil, the, the payment to Tzadikim is bad, and we see how Reshaim prosper. Why is it that Tzadikim suffer and Reshaim have good happen to them? And if many souls would have been lifted up, to see this inyan, or if many souls would have come to the tzaddik and the chacham, and they would, the chacham would lift up their souls, then certainly they would maklinan leshon kula. They would have been made easier, meaning they wouldn't have been maklinan, which is this idea of being burnt or being um, um, burnt from this vapor. What is this idea, leshon kula? They, their question would have been answered, basically, it would have been made easier. Mehavla. From the vapor, from this vanity, and this vanity wouldn't be wouldn't be so difficult to endure, or there wouldn't be so many questions upon the world about this vanity. Because what's this idea of this vanity? This vanity is what causes the tzaddikim to suffer and the gizrashayim to prosper. So, if they would have ascended in this aspect of ibur, if they were to come to the tzaddik or the chacham, then they wouldn't have these questions. And one, vo- one wave called out its voice at its next. Perhaps you left something in the world that you haven't flooded. And maybe I will go and destroy it. Meaning after all these souls return from this pregnancy that we talked about when this when this chacham is able to lift up these souls and through this unity and this encompassing of all these souls together all these souls actually have this ava and by the way this is a big soul in Uman Rosh Hashanah by the way just so you guys should know the bringing together of all these souls when they come to the tzaddik I met this is what the tzaddik is able to do and much more and then they're able to awaken each other and to speak to one another they remind one another my brother, this is the language of the Gemara. What did it say, say in the Gemara? Um, what did it say in the other? Chaverti, <coughs> my friend. We talk. We see this language of Achi, my brother, my friend. Shema shavakta mida What's this idea? Mishavkit mide be'alma. What's this? It's in the Gemara. Maybe, perhaps you left something in the world, but look at the language. Look at the the words in itself. Look at the the digduk, the the precision. Mide be'alma. What's mide? It's mida. What's this idea? Whenever the tzaddikim collect these souls, and now these souls have ahava for one another through this 
this this uniting of all these souls together. And they remind one another, My brother, perhaps you left one trait in the world. That perhaps it rules over you. Meaning perhaps you left a ta'avan, this world that still rules over you. And you're not able to overcome this desire. Maybe I will come help you and destroy it. Look at this beautiful interaction that's happening that Chabernu is explaining. One friend is saying to another, I will help you destroy this midah, this trait that is still you're still not able to overcome. Meshivlo and his friend responds, Come see the strength of your master. Who's the master? The chacham that we're talking about. The tzaddik who's able to do this tikkun. Come see how strong his strength is. How great his strength is. That even the the breadth or the the width of the a grain of sand he's not able to pass. Even the, the hair's breadth of the of the uh, the sand I'm not able to pass upon the shore. What does that mean? So this is the interaction Rabban was explaining. That we just saw that a friend's telling his friend, maybe you left a trade in the world, maybe you haven't broken broken all your tabot, I'll help you. But the friend's responding, you're, requ- you're telling me, you're requesting from me, you're asking me. Perhaps I've left a bad trade in the world that I haven't rectified. The friend's responding, no, my friend. Not did I leave one trade. I'm still stuck in all the bad traits in this world. That I haven't rectified any of them. But still, no. Sorry, I redid one of the lines. But anyways, the friend's responding. I'm still sunk in in all the desires of the world, all the cravings, all the lusts of the world. And I still haven't gotten out. I still haven't gotten out from the vanity of this world to the holiness of this world. Even a hair's breadth, meaning I'm still in all the vanity of the world. I can't even move in that side of holiness even a little bit. And it's certain one who's on the level like me who hasn't gotten out of this impurity. It's certain he cannot pass. What did that mean? He cannot pass. It's impossible for him to, to go to this aspect or this level of Ibu' pregnancy that this Chacham is able to raise his soul. Meaning, uh, there's no way the soul can ascend into the aspect of Ibu' and do this rectification when he's still stuck in all these Ta'avot. But nevertheless, even so, Come and see the strength of your master. Come and see the strength of the Chacham. That his strength is so great. That even my soul, he brought up in an Ibor. The friend is saying that you, my friend, you still are, we're going to see this idea, this interaction that's happening. You are still in all the Tavot. You are still in all the Ketusha in the world, but you are almost in a sense, you just need to repair one single thing in the evil side, right? But I'm in all the evil aspects and I haven't repaired one thing and I haven't gotten into one, into one thing in holiness like the, the hair's breadth of a sand. But you know what he's saying? He says, friend, he's saying, even me who's this sick is able to be brought up in this aspect of the Yibur because I'm attached to the Chacham. Look at the strength of the Chacham that he's able to bring the souls of this tzaddik or this person who's com- almost in all the aspects of all the Tavot and yet the other person who's completely in holiness cannot ascend why because he still has one trait to fix whereas me he has all whereas this person he has all the traits to fix and yet he can ascend because of the koach of this chacham so if you're attached to the chacham look how great the chesed is of Hashem that when we're attached to the tzaddikim specifically a chacham kazet tzaddik like this 
he's able to do this work. And this is the explanation. I'm happy the nation. What's Ashre? This is the aspect of Hashkecha. How do we know? Of divine providence. Because Ashre is a language, the Shoni Staklut we talked about earlier. A language of gazing. And what's the idea of gazing? It's a gazing of Hashem. When Hashem's gazing is upon us and then it's striking us and then returns back to Hashem. So that we are pictured in God's eyes. This is pure Ashkecha. So Ashre, I'm happy the nation. It's actually the nation that has Ashkecha. That Hashem is able to gaze at us. Who knows the shofar blast? What's trua? The blast? Ruach Nediva. We talked about Zibchinat Yaakov. This is the aspect of Yaakov. Shehu Bichinat Tzaka. Who represents Tzaka. Why did we say Tzaka? Because Tzaka is Ruach Nediva, the spirit of generosity. Ruach, which is the idea of trua, the blowing of the shofar, which can only occur through Ruach. And how does this aspect of Ruach represent Tzaka? We know this. Ruach Nediva, the spirit of generosity is Tzaka. And how does it represent Yaakov? We see here. Justice and Tzaka to Yaakov you have made. So Yaakov had Tzaka and Mishpat that belongs to him. So we see here that Tzaka is Yaakov. Um, and it says Hashem. This represents Havayot, Bechinot Chasadim. This is Yudke Vavke, represents Chesed. Kindnesses, we know. Be'or Panecha, this is obvious. Be'or Panecha, in the light of your face, the light of your countenance. Zebchinat Hasecha, what is the phrase? Let's play the phrase together. Ashreya, I'm happy the nation that knows the shofar blast. Hashem, Be'or Panecha, Hashem, they walk in the light of your countenance. No, Hashem be'opanecheyalechun. Hashem, they walk in the light of your countenance. So be'opanech in the light of your countenance. This is the aspect of intellect. As we said, the wisdom of man lights up his face. So we see here that wisdom is like a light of a face, and we see here the light of Hashem's face is basically the sinyan of the sechel that this tzaddik is able to do, use these two sichliim to bring up these souls and bring down these souls. As it says. What did it say at the end of the verse? They shall walk in the light of your countenance. What is the idea? They shall walk. And if I show these are the souls, as it said in the verse, better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the soul. So the soul wanders. This is the idea of the soul which goes and wanders. So that was basically the end of the lesson. But Rabbi Nathan says, I found in the manuscript of Rabbeinu that was applicable to this Torah, a piece of the page that wasn't written basically. It was only written the end of this idea. And a lot of the beginning of the idea was missing. Basically Rabbeinu wrote on a page in Yanim ideas related to this lesson. But um, only half of the page was there. The bottom of the page was there. The, first, the top of the page was missing. This Torah, which represents, we talked about sight, which is what? Tanta, Tamim, which are the four, the three colors of the eye and the people, which we talked about earlier. This is connected to the verse. They saw that the entire, that all their flesh was one. This is whenever all the souls come together. In the aspect of this one who takes souls. This wise person. Because the mouth of Hashem has spoken. What is this idea? That's the ending of the verse. 
That all the they saw all the flesh together for the mouth of Hashem has spoken. For this collecting of souls happens only what? Through the spirit of generosity that we mentioned above, which is the mouth of Hashem. How do we know the mouth of Hashem is like tzakar, the spirit of generosity? As the Chachamim say, in your mouth, zot This is a reference to the tzakah. This is up until this is the language. This was in the manuscript of Rabbi Nuna. Rabbi Nathan adds a few things on his own. But basically, that, by the way, that Gemara was brought in, um, if I'm not mistaken, was brought in Rosh Hashanah, Daf Vav Amud Aleph, as it says here. So we see here that the mouth of the reference is Tzedakah. So we see here that the collecting of these souls that Rabbeinu ties us together, and this is very important because we tend to forget the beginning of the lesson, all of this is through Ruach Nediva, the spirit of generosity, which is Tzedakah. The way to collect these souls together is through Tzedakah. And the, the matter is understood, Rabbi that he brings a pasuk, that the honor of Hashem has been revealed. And all of them saw and they saw that all their flesh was together. Before the mouth of Hashem has spoken. And he explains the entire lesson above, which is explaining within this pasuk. We can see how this pasuk actually is this entire lesson. But unfortunately, because of our many sins, Rabbi Nathan says the beginning of this verse, is not explained according to Rabbi didn't explain it, or the piece was missing. And um, the beginning of the Pasuk has not been explained because of our many sins. So this is the end of the lesson. Ba'uch Hashem, Zachinu. Zachinu nitkar Rabbeinu. And Ba'uch Hashem, may we apply this lesson, Be'emet, that comes to show you the strength of the Chacham, the Tzadik, that he's able to do all of this to, to really a soul, weak souls like us, who need such rectifications. It's really awesome stuff. Look at the Likut Tfilot and pour your heart in that way. Pray to Hashem and Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu really much praised the person who was able to make tefillot out of the Torah. When you study Torah, to make a tefillah out of the Torah that you study. Incorporate the lessons that you study, the ideas that we study, the advice that Rabbeinu gives us, and beg Hashem that you're able to apply such advice. Rabbeinu says, such shashuim, such enjoyment of Hashem has never happened since literally the time of the Avot, the Beit HaMikdash. That shashuim, enjoyment of Hashem, whenever He sees that we combine Torah and tefillah, when, he, when we make a tefillah out of the Torah, Enjoyment, enjoyment, uh, we bring enjoyment to Hashem that He has not seen or He has not enjoyed like the times of our forefathers. It's awesome stuff, Rabbeinu says. So, come to see, we come to see the power of the Likotet Filot, which can bring such joy to Hashem. And not only that, just in general, He'd bother do that we should pray to Hashem to apply this lesson. So, Mezrat Hashem, we have the merit to Nikayem, Kolei Tzot Shachabenu, Mezrat Hashem, Amen, Kenyatzon.